I see everybody right here waiting to get this party started. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're having yourself a great Monday, the last Monday of March. Can you believe this month has gone by? Can you believe the first quarter has basically gone by in 2020? Time flies when you're having fun. That's why I always tell people to go ahead and do what you said you were going to do. You know, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to do that next week. I'm going to go ahead and do that next month. I'm going to go ahead and do that next time. Don't waste no time because procrastination is the killer of all dreams. So happy Monday to everybody that's joined in. If you're joining in for the first time, uh, make sure you give this video a thumbs up. Give it a like. Give it a share. Also, go ahead and put your name in and let me know where you're coming in from so I can get you a shout out. Before we get started with the show, we got a good one for you tonight, but I got a couple of announcements I'd like to make to you before we get this thing brewing. Oh, that rhyme. That's my new rhyme right there. All right. So, you know, uh, next Monday night, we'll be on with, um, let me take this banner off again. We'll be on with Corey Nicole, Miss Corey Nicole. She got the Facebook group called Wholesaling Houses for Newbies, specializing in getting your newbies, your people that just jumped into the game and say, you know. I want to learn this real estate game. I don't know what to do. That's going to be a great show for you to learn some of the basics. And some of you old heads have been around for a while. This would be great for you to come in and actually, you know, refine some of your basics and hone your fundamentals. It's very important to get your fundamentals together. So that's next Monday, April the 6th. Going into April already. Then uh, let's see what else. We got another show scheduled. Uh, let's see here. 420. 420. That's one of y'all favorite day. You smokers. We got Hakeem coming in. Mr. Valley is out of uh, he, he was a football player for the Detroit Lions. He's now uh, doing real estate full time, doing a lot of deals, doing syndication deals and all this type of stuff. So he's going to be coming on. We're going to pick his brain talking about learning personal and business branding strategies, plus marketing tips for success in this 2020 environment you know like i say this time is going by fast so we want to actually pick brains of people who are doing big things out here also let's see here april the 27th let's see who do we got here o'neill parker real estate dot entrepreneur on instagram we're going to have him on on uh, april the 27th monday night seven o'clock central eight o'clock eastern all of these nice broadcasts for you so make sure if you're watching right here right now Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, that follow button, that notification button, so you'll be notified of when we go live. So we're going to be talking about business credit, how to leverage to buy more real estate or, you know, other things you want to do in life. Maybe you just want to go shopping. Don't do that, though. That'll be a bad move. But we'll be checking that out on April the 27th. We also got a couple of other shows coming up as well. I'll have some flyers coming out for that. But if not, you can always be text to let be notified when the... Uh, new shows come out when we're going to have a new stream just text jv to 31996 all you got to do is text jv to 31996 you'll be notified of all the shows that's coming up and you get the free joint venture agreement that you can use with other wholesalers with real estate agents and other real estate investors 
Text JV to 31996. That's all you got to do to be true to the game. So, you know, I don't want to hold you up too long. It's about that time, y'all. Let's get this thing popping. And we have. And we have. Mr. I stay. Whoa, 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 Woke, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is the student master teacher, Mr. I Stay Woke, Chris Monroe, and I'm right back at you with another real estate video. We got it quarantine style. We got it self-isolation style. We got it social distancing, but it ain't going to stop us from being great. You know, it ain't going to stop us. So who we got in here? Put your name in and let me know where you're coming in from so we can get you a quick shout out. Let's see what we got over here. What up, though? My bro, Chris Jackson, making it happen. Good to see you. Good to see you. Let's see here. Who else we got here? Uh, L.A. Real Estate Investors. Is that Louisiana or is that Los Angeles? Hmm. Are you out west or are you down south? Let me know. What up? What up? What up? So we are streaming live in multiple places right now. We're streaming live on Instagram. And if you're watching here on IG, make sure you hop on over to the YouTube channel at Chris Monroe STL and you will see the full experience. You know, right here, all you see is me. But over here, you get the full experience. You get to see the comments and, you know, the, the whatever things that's showing on the screen, anything that's and the guests we're going to be having on Mrs. Mr. Real Estate Diddy. You'll get to see him as well. He'll be popping in here any moment now. Um, let's see. What else we got here? Augusta, Georgia in the building. What's up, Dominic? Good to see you. Good to see you. Glad you could join us. Saul Lopez on Facebook watching us in California, West Coast representing. I, I, what site? Do y'all still say that out there? I don't even know. Nolens, Mike buys houses for a price. Yeah, New Orleans, I think they said that's like the uh, third most place with this uh, Rona thing, huh? I think y'all moving up. Hope y'all make it through, man. Don't uh, don't let them hold you down for too long. Phoenix Fish, yes, sir. What up? How you doing? How you doing? Hope you're having a great one. Phoenix, Arizona, but from the Lou, and you're proud. That's what I'm talking about. Represent. Let them know where you came in from. What's up, Jonathan Branch? Good to see you as well. Uh, what up, what up, what up? KC, LA Real Estate Investors LLC is in Kansas City. All right. My guy, what up, Keith? Uh, Keith, did you get the link that I sent you for the thing as well? Let's see here. So you can come on in here. There should be a separate link just for you, a special VIP link just for you. What up, what up? Um... Jonathan Branch, what's up? What's up? And Charlinda, what's up? What's up? How are you? Periscope family. So like I said, we're streaming on multiple places right now. We're streaming on Periscope at Chris Monroe show. Had to make a new page just for that because they was hating on me. And we got a new. Um, let's see here. We also streaming on YouTube channel at Chris Monroe STL. We're also streaming on Facebook and the woke real estate investors group. If you haven't joined that by now, you definitely sleep. All you got to do is go over to Facebook, put in right there, 
woke real estate investors. Look it up. Search it on Facebook like you do everything else. In fact, there's a link in the description of this video. I made it easier for you. I made it a whole bunch easier for you. And uh, Diddy, there's a link that I sent you in your uh, on your uh, Facebook. Use that link. That'll bring you into this stream here. Use that link that I sent you on Facebook. It's a separate link. It's separate from everybody else's here. Um, let me see here. What else we got? So, yeah, that's the free Facebook group on Facebook. Um, let's see here. Who else we got up in here? Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match. Not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com. Wu-Tang 233136. Wu-Tang Clan. All right. Hold on, let me make sure Diddy got this link. One second here. Make sure this link went through right. No technical difficulties. You know how technology be, plus the Rona be trying to hate on us. Let me make sure he got the. Oh, there we go. I think he got it now. There he is. All right. So uh, let's see. Casey, Missouri in the building. All right. All right. My dude, Chris, what up? So, yeah, if you are watching in the Woke Real Estate Investors Group, make sure you hit that link. It's in the description. It just gives us permission to show your name and let us know where you're coming in from and stuff like that. Harrison, what up? What up? And who else we got over here? Angela. Oh, snap. Mr. I Stay Woke and Real Estate Diddy. That's right. He's in a waiting room about to pop in here any moment now. Uh, got my notebook and a nice pen. Gems are about to be dropped. That's true. That's true. And we got Jonathan Woodley. What up, man? So you be everywhere. I see you all over on uh, LinkedIn. You over here on YouTube. You everywhere. So let me see here. Diddy, uh, let me see. Your camera's not on on there. Let me see if we got here. I see him in the waiting room. See if we can get your camera up first because we want to bring you in right. So I'm glad everybody jumped in. So like I said, make sure you give this video a thumbs up. Give it a like, give it a share, share it into some Facebook groups if you want to. Tag a friend, tag your mama, tag your daddy, tag your granny. It don't matter who you tag, just tag somebody and tag them fast because we're about to make it last. So let me see here. Um, here we go. I think your camera about to open up now. I see you in there, but I just don't see your camera pops. Let's see. Diddy. Got some technical difficulties. So, yeah, once your camera comes on, we'll pop you in and we'll get this thing going. So let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah, we got the Instagram family over here, too. Don't want to forget about y'all. What's up, Jade? How are you? Out in Georgia. What's up, Bree? Sam? Uh, who else we got over here? And some other people. So, yeah, once his, uh, his camera comes up, we'll get him right here and get some jewels for y'all and some tools for y'all. So definitely have uh, while you're watching this stream, if you learn anything or if you have any questions, make sure you pop them in here because we want to make sure this is some content rich, valuable content for you so that you can actually learn something that you can actually go and take and put and implement into your business. You know, a lot of people want to learn the stuff, but they never take the action. We want you to learn it, consume this great information, and go take massive imperfect action. Even if you don't know what you're doing, say, hey, I tried. So let me try this again here. Real estate Diddy. 
your camera's not on for some reason there. Huh? I think we got some technical difficulties. I'm going to let them get that fixed out there before we bring them back in here. Salute from where? Phoenix. All right. Phoenix, Arizona in the house. Y'all everywhere. The Kaizen Investor. What's up? What's up? How you doing? Uh, let's see here. Can you hear me, Diddy? Got some technical stuff going on over there. So, yeah, once that com comes in, we should be good to go here any moment. We got to make sure you all are ready because I don't think y'all got y'all pens and pads ready. That's what I think. I think y'all acting like y'all ready, but you're really not. That's what I think is going on. So, yeah, if you are watching over here on the Instagram, like I said, hop on over to the full experience at Chris Monroe STL once we get this technical thing worked out here. Can you hear me, Diddy? I see you're in here, but I can't hear you nor see your camera. Can you hear me? Nope. Not getting a good solid connection there for some reason. I don't know what's going on. See, now this that Rona. I'm blaming the Rona for this mess, man. You know, they try to keep us in the house. Then they want to make the technical difficulties. Then they want to tell us, oh, no, we can't go out. We can't go to work. We can't go to the bar. We can't go to the club. Can't go to a Rona party. All this stuff. They try to stop us from being great. But we're going to keep pushing and keep fighting. Is that right? Let's see here. <laughs> New York City, peace, one and all. That's right. Yeah, this stuff getting off the chain here. So I don't know what's going on. Let me try this again. Man, so much game about to be dropped. The camera want to act crazy. Exactly. You see how they want to hate on you? They, they, they want to stop your greatness. So let me try this again. Diddy, can you hear me? I see you're in here, but I can't hear you, and I do not see your camera. This is what we see right now. They are hating on the game. They won't let you come in here and do your thing. I'll tell you. I'm blaming Trump for this. Who are we going to blame? Nancy Pelosi? Trump? Biden? Bernie? Who are we going to blame for this? We got to blame somebody. We got to point the finger at somebody for hating on this stream right here. Somebody got to take the blame. You know, we all about the blame game. Something going on. Let me see here. No camera. No sound coming through. I don't know what's going on here. This should be working. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Radio check one two one two. You have to turn on your camera. Let me see here. There's nothing I can do on this end to fix that either. You got to turn on the camera and turn on. I get you might have to give uh, permission for it to show your camera and permission for audio. It usually should pop right up on your thing when you first logged in there or when you first click the link. So I don't know if you got to go back out and come back in or what. Uh, Diddy. What's up, Anna Marie? What up, what up, what up? Good to see you. So I don't know what's going on here. They're trying to hate on greatness. That's what happens when you do stuff live. You got to improvise and survive. Is that right? Let me see here. Can you hear me now? I can't hear you or see you. I see you here, but I can't. We don't have permission for your camera or your audio at the moment. So that's why I was doing it. So I would say go back out and come back in. It might work again. Try that again. I don't know what's going on. They're trying to hate on us. 
They don't want us to be great. Can you hear me, Diddy? I don't know if you can hear me. Go out and come back in. Technology. Let's see here. I'm waiting to hear some powerful stuff. Oh, you know it's on the way. It's going to deliver one way or another. Even if it's a little delayed, we're going to bring the thing. Let's see here. What's up? What's up? So y'all watching over here on Instagram like, hey, what's going on? Go out and come back in to give permission for camera and sound. I don't know if you can hear me on here. Let me try this again. Can you hear me now? I can't hear you. I can't see you. Nope. Huh. Let me see. He's writing something back here. Let's see what we get. Hey, Chris, it won't let me in. Oh, man, they be trying to hate on you. It won't let you in. Let me see here. Let me do something. Kick. Man, let me try this again. He said it won't let him in. Why is it doing that? Let me see here. Copy link address. Resend it. Same link. Uh-oh. That didn't help. That was the wrong thing. We don't want that. We want this. Copy. Paste. Boom. <clears throat> Try this again. We got 41, 44 plus the people on Instagram watching, waiting patiently. We hope this works out somehow. I don't know why it's doing this. Let's see here. So um, let me try this again. Reboot. Kicked out and tried again. They say it won't let you in. We might have to do it a creative way. We're going to see how this works in a moment. I'm trying to make it all nice and neat. See how they be trying to hate on us? What's up, Nina? How you doing? Nina out in California. Hope you're having yourself a great day on lockdown quarantine. What's up, Miss Finance? Glad to see you on YouTube. Is this Zoom? No, it's not Zoom. I can use Zoom if I have to. I can get creative in this mug. I do got all the tools necessary. Let me see. Do I need to try Zoom? I mean, do I have to downgrade the presentation? Don't think I won't. Let me see some here. That's a good idea. Let me try Zoom. Let me try Zoom because I don't know what's going on here. Try that link one more time, Diddy, and see if that works. I'm going to open up this Zoom account and see if we can make that do that. I ain't never tried it this way, but uh, we're about to get creative. I'm a problem solver, I think, sometime. Let me see here. How do I make this? Exit full screen. I don't want to see that. That's too big. I need to do invite a person. Copy invitation or copy URL. Then come back over here. I don't know if this is going to work. I'm going to try it, though. You said try Zoom, huh? Don't think I won't try it. Let me see here. Now my whole thing is off. All right. Let's see here. Try this Zoom link. Wait, what? I ain't never tried this. I don't even know if it's going to work. But I'm going to try. I do got Zoom. I pay the bill. So, hell, might as well use it for something, right? 
I don't even know if this is going to look right. We're going to try it. I'm going to share the screen and put them on through the Zoom link. We're going to see if this works. I ain't never tried this, so this we're going to find out if this works. Paying all these bills for all these streaming services and all this stuff. I'm going to be like, try the Zoom link. Let me see. So I'm going to have to, let me see here. I'm going to have to move some stuff around here to do this, to make this work. So I'm going to move that. Uh, nope, can't do that. I'm going to move that, put that back up there. Put this over here. Luckily, I got two monitors. So we'll be on in just a moment here, guys. Sorry for the delay. I'm blaming Trump. Now, let's see here. Uh, he's trying to Zoom link. So I hear the ding dong on Zoom. Now all I got to do is make sure I get the cameras up and running too. I'm in the house now. I'm in the house. All right. He's in the house. Let me see if I can make this uh, go on this other stream here. What up, Diddy? What's going on, man? How we doing today, man? Everything going? Man, you see how they trying to hate on us and try to not let the greatness come out. But that's like work, man. That, that happens every day, man. We ain't worried about that. Yeah, all. Oh. Matters. We dropping. We supposed to be dropping. That's my mistake, though. I try to get in from different ways. Uh, you know, I'm just ready to go. All right, all right. So for people, can y'all can y'all hear him on here? Because I haven't shared it on this thing yet. Give me one second here. I'm trying to make this connect to this other stream. I never did this before. Share screen. There, share audio. Let's see if that works. And we're going to share that. I'm going to see, see if I can. I'm going to try, try to click, click that link that you provided one more time. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I can get it from that, too. Let me try. Yeah, it's acting crazy, man. So let me see something here. Let me move you over here. Let me see how this look on my other screen. It's getting creative now. Let's see. I, do you see Diddy, y'all? Can you see him? Can you hear him? Give me your three if you can hear. Put three in the comments if you can hear and see him. Let me know. I know it's kind of crazy, man. Let's see. We made you extra big on the camera. You got the big screen. <laughs> can you hear him? Put in a three in the comments. We, yes, we can hear over here. And you can see. Cool, cool. Here, they can hear it. Yep. Three. I got a three. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Three, three, three. We solving problems, baby. They can't stop greatness. So real estate diddy, a.k.a. Well, Keith Everett Jr., a.k.a. real estate diddy. What's happening, bro? Man, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? It's been a good long day. Uh, I've been in meetings all day, man. Rex is just wrapping up a couple things, man. Got a lot of big things on the way. And I uh, really just honored, man, that you brought me on here, man. It's, it's definitely an honor. You wanted the guys to show a lot of love. You know, you remind me of that guy on the basketball team. You know what I mean? That, 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 can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, you remind me of that guy, man, like on the basketball team, man, the guy to do a lot of stuff to get unnoticed. And that's how I look at the love that you always show, man. So I just want to let you know I appreciate that for sure. All right, for sure. So, I, so I'm the Draymond Green of the team, huh? <laughs> hey, 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 they kind of want to ring without him at the end of the day. I know that's right. So I hope that echo went away. So everything should be clear and everything. So for people who may not know, who is Real Estate Diddy and what do you do, bro? Tell people about you. So, man, I'm just a guy, man. I'm uh, based out of Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama, to be exact. Uh, been in the game since early 2016, so really it's been about four years now. Uh, I've been through a lot of trials and tribulations in this business, man. I started literally from nothing. I started from scratch. You know, I made my mistakes. I got scratched. I put my back on the wall early, quit my job early at the one deal, and uh, I'm just a soldier, man. So I, I don't. I'm not gonna necessarily say I'm just the, the most fed in the game, but I've I've been around the block a couple times. Uh, 2016, I might have did three deals, maybe. Uh, really made a couple dollars, 17. I probably made probably a couple hundred thousand. It closed like 40 to 50 deals. 
18 closed 109 deals, 1.5 million. Last year, we probably did about 120 deals. We probably did about 1.8 million. So, you know, I, you know, we, when we did when we did the 1.5 million in 2018, it was just me and my partner. We didn't even have a team yet. So now we got a team. We got a team of 10 people. Uh, me and my partner make it 12. And uh, we just operating like that every day, man. Wow. Wow. So a team is there. So how important is it to have a good team? Or do you feel like people that starting out, they need to just get themselves dirty, get in the game, start getting some deals? Well, you got to get dirty. You got to get dirty first before anything. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people do a lot of hesitating and pump faking. Just go in there, man. Sometimes you got to feel that that contact first before you can even think about uh, growing the team. I think a lot of people try to scale too fast and they don't even know how to play every position. You know what I mean? How can you be a coach if you don't even know what the center do, but you do know what the point guard do? But what if you don't know what the center do? How can you be an effective coach? It don't make sense. So I advise everybody to get dirty first, man. Easy. Most definitely, most definitely. So, so for a person that's uh maybe just kind of getting into this real estate, kind of brand new, kind of saw a little bit of this stuff, seen a bunch of checks going by their timeline, like what's this ten thousand dollar check, twenty thousand dollar check, and bigger? I mean, what what would you tell to a person that's kind of getting started, brand new? Where where should they start? Uh oh, our audio went out. You know, for me, man, I would say, man, just, just start one day at a time. You know, start one check at a time. Don't think too far ahead. You get one check, uh, you need to put most of it back in the business into marketing. As long as you can get more lists, the more marketing you can do, the more effective you will be very quickly. You know, for me, uh, last year, we took a whole year off, and that wasn't even our first year. You know, I was two years in already, and I said, you know what, man, let's take a whole year off. Well, actually, we was three years in, and then we took a whole year off and said, man, forget all that balling and all that, man. Let's get this thing together the right way. So that way we can live the way we want. And now we multiply, we multiple, I mean, we, uh, we run in different businesses, man. I got multiple companies that I'm running right now, you know, and I'm seeing the benefit. I put in the work early. I'm still putting in the work. I'm still willing to do whatever that it take to stay on, you know, to, to, keep, to continue to move forward. A lot, I think a lot of people, they're not willing to put it all on the line. You know, anything that's worth doing is worth losing. So if you got to take losses on something that you wholeheartedly believe in, you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I would agree with that. So do you believe that uh so so all the time that you were doing these deals and stuff, what type of mistakes did you make coming up in the game that are like, you know, I know we all make some stupid mistakes and what what kind of stuff did you learn to like try to help you get through some of those struggles? I would say I would say balling too early, man. You know, when I so when you start getting them 20, 30,000 dollars deals and uh, you know, and, and you only got you and your partner at that time, you really balling for real. Like you taking 20, 30 stacks in a month, you know, you might have a uh, $80,000 money and you and your partner, y'all splitting 30, 30 racks or, or 40 racks. You know what I mean? We didn't think about growing our business soon enough. We thought about just having a good time, man. And I think that that set a lot of people back. So if I was just starting back out, man, put in the work early. Don't ball too soon. It's okay to take two, three years off because guess what? At the end of the day, I'm four years in right now. So if I would have waited to do all that now, I'm still here. You know what I mean? So I advise everybody, man, when you get your money, you get your checks. It ain't time to go splurge. It's time to put that money back in so you can make more money. It's real simple. Yeah, especially in these Rona times, you know, we don't, it's a lot of uncertainty in the market and things like that. A lot of buyers backing out of things like that. Or what kind yeah. of stuff have you seen since this uh, epidemic has hit? Well, it's real simple, man. You know, I actually been studying this stuff for like probably about almost two weeks now. I actually hopped off a good mastermind earlier today. I mean, I'm constantly in different groups, uh, masterminding with different people and just trying to get different perspectives. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't around at the end of the day in 2008. 
So, I mean, for us personally, I mean, buyers been backing out. A couple buyers been backing out. Buyers still buying properties. But the ones that's backing out, is the, it's kind of like the small fries type of people. I hate to say that. You know, the people who really doing it and, and got their funding in place, those are the people that's really still moving around. And guess what? The people who really got cash, they're going to be very effective right now. The people who got the hard money, some of them might make it through and a lot of them might get out the game. Because think about it like this. You know, a lot of private money might go away right now because people don't want to take those risks. So the hard money lenders, they looking at that and they just raising their prices because they seeing everybody else get out the way and people still need funding. So, you know, on our end, man, it's just, we just really, you know, dig it back in our uh, buyers. We've been, uh, so we sending out actually uh, this evening or tomorrow morning, we got a flyer that we sending out to all our buyers. We got to connect it to a web form and podio. We kind of, uh, you know, we refill, we filling out our buyers again. Are you hard money? Are you cash? Are you still buying? Are you taking a step back? Are you willing to lend out any money? So that's what we're doing. We're qualifying our buyers again. Now, that's smart. Requalify the buyers. See what their position is. How is this affecting them? Are they still in the game or are they going to run and tuck their tail? So uh, that's a good thing there. That's definitely a smart and move right me, there. Man, I've been doing a lot of preparation. I've been doing a lot of studying. You can't really go nowhere. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm reading all day. Like, I'm, I'm, I got different things that I'm working on. I'm constantly educating myself, just spending time with family. That's it, man. That's all I'm on right now is learning. Like, I'm glad that this can happen. Like, I was moving so fast before this happened, I was actually ready to crash out. So now I got a chance to recalibrate everything that I was doing, and I can find that peace within my life, man, and I can get my life back. I can grab a hold of my life because we all in the house really right now. Yeah, and everybody need that little bit of break, you know, to take a little time out to recalibrate, to start over, look at yourself, look at your systems, make sure yeah. you're still on track for your goals for 2020. Because, you know, three months are already gone. That's crazy. It don't even feel like it, do it? It's, it's definitely time for the second quarter meeting now, man. So that's another thing, man. You should be having a second quarter meeting. If you're not doing that, you need to take a look at all your numbers. You need to be tracking everything as much as possible. I know some people going to track on a different level than others. But you can just start out with something simple as a scorecard and just keeping track of what's going on in your business, man. That's very important. That's another thing that I regret. We didn't track everything early. You know, we were so far. We made over a million dollars before we start tracking. Mm. That was very frustrating because now we got to go back and put everything in place. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's harder to do when you go backwards trying to figure it out. That's definitely true there. So when yeah. it comes to actually locating these uh, motivated sellers and things like that, what are some tips or strategies you can come, you can give people to try to, you know, locate somebody that needs your help? I would say this, man. The number one thing is that people don't understand to me, and we say this all the time, the bread and butter of this business is list. You know, you got to have good lists and you got to, well, you got to have multiple good lists, a whole bunch of lists. And you got to have a real sales team or you got to be a good salesman. You got to be a closer. You know what I mean? If you got a lot of lists and you skip tracing with you skip tracing them with the right people and you got the right amount of people to handle those leads, then you're going to you're going to ball out. You're going to have a good time. Another thing that we do, everything is filtered out. We got to uh, we actually use Pat Live. They're our filtering company that we use. You know, everything is either hot or warm when it comes to our polio system, unless it's direct mail. You know what I mean? I would tell people that filter out those leads. Don't just be talking to cold leads all day. You ain't got time for that. Even if you're starting off doing that, eventually you need to make your way over to filtering out those leads. If you can't afford an answering service company, you need to get you some VAs because you could be doing something more productive than talking to cold leads all day. You know what I mean? I mean, what we're doing right now, like right now, we actively just dropped today. Actually, the phone just got the ring today off the right mail. An absentee, uh, absentee campaign. Think about it. If most people can't get evicted right now, then you know the uh, the uh, landlords are got they got headaches right now. Yeah, they scared what? as hell. <laughs> Boom, we send out an absentee list. We already know what y'all going through right now, so we're gonna try to help you out with that. 
You know, mm-hmm. simple. We're doing PPC right now. We're doing cold calling right now. Uh, we're doing RVM. We're doing voice broadcast. You know what I mean? Uh, we're doing text blasts. We do everything just about besides like Facebook leads. We're doing everything. And when you got a combination of everything moving together, then uh, you can't do nothing but get deals. And then we got six uh, acquisition managers, six closers, not no warm-up people. We don't do the warm-up people. A lot of people like to warm the lead up and pat no. You can't come in here if you ain't no closer. We ain't got time all that warming up. We need you to jump in the car and be ready to go. So you saying on your initial call, are you going right in into the sales process from there? Or are you taking an initial call, then passing them off to a sales team or sales manager? We close them up right then and there. Whoever talked to them, they close them up. We don't do no initial calls. We don't do no warm up. If you come in our company, you got to be a closer. That's why we got so many car salesmen and high level closers in our company. You know, we got one guy in our company, 15 years with Mercedes Benz. We got another guy who was 20 years plus. You know, with Chevrolet. He just started actually last week. We got another guy who worked at Audi for seven years. We got another guy who worked at Mercedes Benz for three years. Like, we're not playing, man. If we want to take our company to another level, you have to take the hiring process very serious. Mm-hmm. Don't hire no friends. You know, I'm not saying if it, if it worked, it worked, but this is going to go looking at your friends like, oh, okay, let's, let's join together. Y'all got to have the same core values. Y'all got to have the same principles. Y'all got to both be willing to sacrifice and save y'all money if that's what y'all own right now. Y'all both got to be willing to take a lot of risk because the biggest risk is not taking the risk at all. So y'all got to ask yourself, is that something y'all willing to do? Are you willing to go far? That's true because everybody ain't on the same level. Some people just talk like they in the game. Yeah, man, I got your back. Then when it's time when things get hard, they run and fold like a napkin. (laughs) I'm the type of person, I don't don't believe in hours of the day. I don't believe in 2 a.m. in the morning. I mean, if it's 2 a.m., I still may call you. Anybody know me, I may call you at 3 in the morning. Hey, what's going on? I got this idea. What you think about this? I expect you to be up. You're a hustler. Why are you sleeping so long? If I call you at six in the morning, why are you still sleeping? I expect you to be up on your feet, you know, meditating or something. That's what type of person I am. You know what I mean? I call you at two. I might call you at four in the morning. I might call you at 430 in the morning. You know what I mean? I want you to be up, man, because I want to know if you, you you just like me. And if you ain't up during those times, I'm not saying that you can't get no sleep, but shit, sometimes you need to wake up. Now, that's good. because uh, And that's what I want to ask you about as well, because I know you got a partner and some people like, yeah, should I get a partner? And they get a partner for like silly reasons to do like simple stuff. And I'm like, I don't think that's a good thing. What is a good reason? Or do you think people should get partnerships and, and partner up with others? I feel like this. I don't feel like you got to have a partner to make it in this business. But I, I mean, I always had a partner. I ain't never I ain't never had a check by myself since I've been doing this for four years. And I don't really have I really don't have no desire to. You know, even when I do little stuff on the side, when I do events, I still bust it down 50-50 with my partner. That's my partner. You know what I mean? I won't even eat just like I eat. We in this together to the end. You know what I mean? We ain't never fell out about no money. We ain't never had to question nothing about no money. And it's been, uh, what, three years with me and him right now, even though I've been in the game for four, but we've been partners for three. You know what I mean? Like, you got to think about this. If two people doing the same thing, right? Right. You got two hours in a day. If two people doing the same thing for 12 hours, then we only did something for 12 hours. But if two people doing two different things, 12 hours a piece, that's a whole day worth of work. But y'all just breaking it up. You know what I mean? And that's what I believe in, man. We don't step on each other's toes. We got partnership principles. It's certain things in our company that I don't step on the line on. It's certain things he don't step on the line on. But together, we make big decisions together, man. We respect each other's opinions. Of course, we disagree on a lot of things. You know what I mean? Because we both hustlers. We both want to win the ring. We got two different philosophies, but... At the end of the day, we do what's best for the business. That's right. You come together and form like Voltron on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Definitely. So if this va- this video giving y'all any type of value, if you have any questions, make sure you put it in the comments, and we'll get to you here uh, right. as we go. Now, Diddy, um, I know that you had a video that came up about uh, 
couple of months, couple of weeks ago, talking about virtual wholesaling and stuff like that. Um, so what is your stance on it? Do you think people should learn virtual, especially in these times, or should they just stick to the basics? Yeah, you got to learn virtual. You know what I mean? Even when these times pass away, man, I mean, we've been doing virtual for a little time now. You're able to move quicker. You know, this game is about speed and who can close the best and who can build the best connection. I'm telling you. it's And we still go on appointments. Don't get it twisted. If it, we, we do 90% virtual, 10% still in person. We not no fools. If the seller in certain instances – or if you got an older seller, she don't got no email, you got to go out to the property. If the, if the seller feel more comfortable with you coming out to see the property first, even though we 90% virtual, I'm going to switch the game on. You know what? I was hoping that you let me come out to the property because actually I like to look in the eyes of the person I'm doing business with. Only reason I like to do it over the phone, I mean, our company does close a large amount of our deals over the phones. But anytime I get the opportunity to be able to come and meet somebody in person, that's my first option always. You know what mm. I mean? You got to be swift on your feet. Even though y'all know y'all closing up over the phone, you got to still be willing to do that. You know what I mean? I'm not handicapped uh, doing it virtual, but you got to virtual got to be a number one option. I think so. There's yeah. Too many and I, companies out here, man. It's too many big companies and you got to get in where you fit in unless you can go see the property very quickly. But by the time you're going to see the property, you know, a great closer, he had been had it in the bag already. So it all depends on your skills. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I, I started, I got a lot of my deals virtual from the beginning and uh, I know I beat a lot of people out that was like, Oh man, I'm coming to see you next week, man. I already got it locked up. You can't be doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I say this, if you do got a hot lead and you are going to appointments, you need to be scheduling this appointment the same day. Don't wait till tomorrow. That's the only way you can possibly stop somebody who can close great virtually. You got to beat them over there right then and there. Assume the appointment. Don't ask them, Hey, you think it's cool if I come over there at 3 PM today? Hey, I already be in the area at 3 p.m. I can swing by for 10 minutes. If I'm there longer than that, it's because you wanted me to be. Mm. I'm already going to be in the area already. Already, I'm looking at one of my other rental properties. I got to go fix a toilet. So I actually be like five minutes away. So just let me know, you know, if there's something you're interested. I can just stop by. I just need 10 minutes of your time. If I'm there longer than that, it's because you wanted me to be. There you, you go. That, you know what I mean? So that's, don't ask for the appointment. Assume it. Just like assuming the, clo- the sale, right? Exactly, exactly. Right, right. So when you're talking to these sellers and negotiating, I know this is your bread and butter because I know you got bars for these people. Uh, what are some of these magic words you say to these people to uh, say a person giving you that objection, that most common objection? Oh, let me think about it. Well, most of the time it's three things, right? It's three things, right? So if the seller say, let me think about it, it's either that you don't have a, you don't have a good connection with the seller. And remember, if we're closing up deals virtually, how can you expect somebody to sell you their house if you don't have no type of connection with them over the phone? They've never seen your face. They never even felt your vibe, but over the phone. So first thing first, if, you, if they say they want to think about it, you don't have enough connection. Uh, number two thing is they don't trust your company. Number three thing is, which is the most important and the most thing that, that happens the most, is they're not feeling the price. You got to be comfortable with asking uncomfortable questions to get the comfortable answer that you're looking for. You know what I mean? You got to ask the seller, hey, quick question, Mr. Seller. I'm just curious about this. Let me ask you this. Uh, I know you said you need to speak to your husband and uh, you want to speak to your lawyer and everything like that. That's totally understandable. I won't want you to do it any other way. But let me ask you this. I mean, honestly, I mean, how you when you ask them how you feel about the price, guess what? They're going to tell you exactly how they feel about it. And if they still want to go speak to their lawyer, you just say, hey, listen, I totally understand you want to speak to the lawyer. Hey, let's still get the process started. What we can do is we can have a contingent upon uh, you're speaking to your lawyer in 48 hours, so that way that if everything checks out, we can continue to move on with the process, continue with the title work. If things don't check out, guess what? 
we can always come back to the table and figure out how we can make the work, make it work for the both of us. That's simple. So that's so that's because that's a very common objection. People like to say, "Let me think about it." And they try to dodge yeah. out, but you got to confront the enemy and confront the beast in the room, right? Exactly, man. And then you got to create urgency with the seller. You got to tell them, "Hey, listen, I totally understand that you're speaking to the attorney." Uh, you know, our company policy is uh, we only can hold the funds or keep the funds on hold for 48 hours. Let me ask you this. I mean, I, and the only reason I'm asking you this because I just don't want to miss out on being, getting a, you know, getting an opportunity to be able to help you out of your situation. Uh, if I was to get the company and typically, uh, like I said, we only hold them for 48 hours, but I know we was looking at three other properties, but we only looking to purchase one property right now. But of course, you know, I'm talking to you right now and your property is the main priority to me. Uh, do you think we need to hold the funds for that 48 hours? I just don't want to miss out on an opportunity to help you out today. You know oh. what I mean? You got to dig in and figure out what the problem is. I look at I take the Floyd Mayweather approach. You know, when I first get on the phone with a seller, it's like the first two, three rounds. I'm filling the seller out. I'm figuring out what the pain point. I'm figuring out how much they owe. I'm figuring out how much they want for the property. I'm figuring out the condition. You know, when I get to the six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, round, now I'm starting to warm up a little bit. And then 10, 11, 12, I'm, I'm going to go and bang going out and get the contract signed. Just like Floyd do. He he, he play with you. He got good defense. He take good jabs. He don't really just throw a lot of wild punches. He's very calculated. But at the end of the day, he's going to wear you down and he's going to get the victory. That's how I look at it. Yeah, because you got to uncover that pain. A lot of people try to close them too quick. I see that, too. They try to close way too quick. Like, you haven't identified all their pain. That number don't matter if you ain't solved their problem. So and, a good, and a good closer, believe it or not, a good closer is not nobody who closed it the first time on the phone. A good closer is really having good awareness to recognize you can't close it the first time because you may have to, you know, you may have to create some type of urgency. You know, you never know what you might have to do, but your mind needs to constantly be open. You shouldn't be closed-minded. You shouldn't be looking at every seller the same. Your mind should always be open. And as soon as you hear that pain, as soon as they tell you the reason they want to sell, everything in that conversation stops. And you need to build from there. And we got something called our pain point sheet. We actually gave it out for free not too long ago before we dropped the course. And uh, it shows you the additional questions to ask the seller once you ask them what's the reason that they're looking to sell. And it was very, very important that you be able to pull out the pain of the seller so that way you can continue to move forward and you can gather that necessarily pain so you can make an educated offer. A great offer is, you know, in the pain, you're bringing that back up, you know, in the property condition, you need to have a very good property description and you got to identify your company's benefits and you put them all together. That's what equal a great offer. Right. Because it solved their problem. And if we don't solve that problem, the rest of that is whack. That makes and then, sense. And then a lot of people scared to throw out offers. I mean, I tell my team all the time, listen. The first low ball offer that you throw out, that ain't that ain't really for you. And if the seller end up taking that offer, guess what? We just got a home run. But the first offer range that we throw out, whether it's if the seller wants 90 and uh, we may throw out 70 to 80. Right. The only reason we throwing out a low ball offer is because we're trying to reset the seller's expectations. The low offer is not for you to be scared. It's for you to reset the seller's expectations. The more people realize that, the more people will be more comfortable throwing out that offer. As soon as I throw out that offer to reset their expectations, I'll be laughing because they get mad, right? Uh -huh. They get mad, right? I'll be laughing like, oh, yeah, I got you now. Anytime you get mad when I throw out the offer, listen, you might be mad, but at the same time, I reset your expectations on what you think you're supposed to get. Mm, playing that emotion. So it's a psychological game. Exactly. Always. As always. I, I know that's right. So if we were able to get lucky enough to get a deal under contract, what are some tactics or techniques you can give people to actually find cash buyers to unload these deals? Well, I got a couple things, man. I would say it's a couple sites that I've been using forever. One of the number one sites I've been using since day one is a uh, real estate wealth network. 
It's called Cash Buyers Data Feed with my guy, uh, Cam Dunlap. I've been doing Cam for a while now. They fund a lot of our deals as well with transactional funding. They've been doing it for years. But I do like their cash buyer breakdown. Uh, for like $50 a month, you get access to every cash buyer in America. And then you got stuff like uh, Cash Buyers Plus. We actually got that list as well. It come with a lot of realtors. It come with the emails and everything like that. So I'm definitely in love with Cash Buyers Plus. Now, some secret strategies that we do, we like to use bandit signs, right? So we might get bandit signs printed out. Um, we might put a property, three-bedroom, two-bath, fixer-upper, uh, uh, $32,000 cash, and put the number. We put them outside of Home Depot and Lowe's, every Home Depot and Lowe's in the city. So that way, when you got to think about it, contractors, they're going to go get materials. So on their way out, guess what? They're going to see the sign. Or cash buyers are going to be with their contractors. They're going to ride out and they're going to see the sign. So that's mm. a smart way to get real cash buyers because you know they at home at Lowe's and you know they at Home Depot. You ain't got to question that. Right, because you don't want, because you know, a lot of the marketing that we do will attract wholesalers, and I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm a cash buyer. <laughs> and another thing is realtors. A lot of our properties, probably fifty percent of our properties, we do sell through realtors, and realtors we either pay their fee, or the buyers that they using that they bring to the table will pay their fee. But it's all got to be negotiated in they offer. We taking the best offer. Right, and I did want to ask you about that as well. What are some things you're going to say to real estate agents? Say if you, if the person has a house that's listed on the MLS and you're trying to buy, do you deal with properties like that too? Yeah, we're gonna make a lower offer. You know, the offer that we we actually believe it or not, I have not done a lot of volume with dealing with properties on the market, but I have done transactions with uh, properties being on the market. So, for example, so say a property is listed for two hundred thousand on the market, we may offer anywhere from one twenty to one thirty or something like that. So that way, once we send it out to a cash buyer. Yeah, they're going to see it was on the market, but look at the discount that we got with the property. So that's mm. all that we look at. As long as it's a discount, then, I mean, the cash buyer can be mad at that. We actually got it at a way lower price. Right, right. So prior to you sending out that offer, do you look and see, like, about how much they owe on it first and say, like, well, I know they only owe 100 so I can offer this 120 and they might yeah, take yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, Pacific Sellers, man, I might even call out your, you know, who you mortgage with. Hey, I see you got a loan out with Wells Fargo. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not 100% sure my system is correct. Uh, but it looks like you owe about 90000 on the property. Correct me if I'm wrong there. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what kind of balance thing you got. I mean, let me ask you this. I mean, if we was to purchase the property, do we need to pay off any mortgages, any taxes or any liens or anything like that? I just want to make sure we get all the necessary fees that we have to pay off. You know, you got to dig in, man. Ask a lot of questions. If I see somebody just purchased the property three years ago for uh, 85000 I'm going to tell them, hey, quick question, Mr. Seller. I understand that you're looking to get 110 on the property, but I do see that you just purchased it for 85,000 cash in 2017. Let me ask you this. When you purchased the property in 2017 for 85, uh, was it in as-is condition? Because I know you said that you're asking for 110, and I know you said the property does need a full renovation. Knowing that you purchased it a couple of years ago for 85 and it was in as-is condition as well, and now you're looking to sell it for 110, let me ask you this, considering they're in the same condition, uh, would you buy the property right now for uh, for one ten, knowing that it's in the same condition that it was in at eighty five? I'm just curious about that. I'm just like I said, I'm not trying to hit the lottery here or anything like that. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page here. Yeah, because you know I, mean? I just came across a guy like that. He bought a place for nine grand. He come out some. He won one twenty five in like a month. I'm like, dude, no, it ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna happen. That ain't that ain't that ain't gonna go down at all. We're trying to hit a home run. 
Yeah, we don't let. I mean, we. I mean, the numbers make sense. They make sense, but we're not gonna. You know, we're not taking no losses like that or about to do anything like that. That's we craziness. So. All right, so let's see here. I see we got a couple of questions came in over here. We got. Let me see here. All right. So yeah, if y'all do have questions, make sure you go ahead and drop them in here. We'll try to get y'all knocked out. Let's see here. I'll go all the way back up because there was a bunch of questions. Question Central. All right. Um, the questions at? I mean, my minds ain't moving fast enough for some. Let me go back. All right. They want to know how do you filter leads? I put them up on the screen. How do you filter your leads? How do I filter my leads? That's a good question. So what we do is I kind of alluded to this earlier. So we got an answering service called Pat Live, right? So once we run an RVM campaign, you know, all the callbacks, they will go to Pat Live. We get we, we answer every, our RVMs live. They go to Pat Live. Uh, voice broadcast, same thing. They go to Pat Live. They, they filter them out. Uh, we do got cold callers. Shout out to the call geeks. We got like six cold callers. Uh, they filter out the leads and they send them into our CRM system. Uh, what else? Text blast. Uh, we got like a couple of VAs that's constantly filtering out our text blasts because we just don't want to. We don't want just when we send out a text blast. Oh, yeah, I'm interested in the offer. No, 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 no. We're not just sending them into the CRM system. We got somebody else to filter them out again. And then once we qualify them as a real lead, whether it's warm or hot, then we send it to our CRM system. So uh, direct mail, we answer them live, PPC. Uh, of course, they fill out a, a form, a web form, and then it goes into our system. So it's kind of filtered out as well. We can at least see what they're looking to get. So everything is filtered out, man, pretty much with us. I think that's a lot of parts of a large part of our success because we're not just talking to cold leads all day. That'll, that'll tire you guys out, man. They'd be ready to quit then if you're talking to cold leads all day. Heck yeah, because when we send out that text message, they want to sell our house. I'm like, yeah, we'll take 325 or yeah, what do you want to give me for? And it's like really not a lead, but we're acting like it's a lead and it's really not. So that makes yeah, sense. Man, a lead. They want to know if Pat Live closes. No, no, no. They don't do no closings. No, no, no. We got six closers on our team. I got six acquisition guys and one lady. So, yeah. So when you do that, do you give Pat Live or these people a script to go by or do they have their own internal something or how does that work? You got to give them the script. You got to tell them what it, what it is, man. You know what I mean? Okay. We give them that script. You know, we're not we're not we're not taking those type of chances. We're spending, you know, probably like 40, 50,000 a month on marketing. So we ain't, we ain't taking no we ain't trying to take no losses there. I know that's right. Edward over here on YouTube says, so how do you close someone on the first cold call? That's light work, man. If they motivated, all you're doing is just putting more motivation out. If you can solve their problem and at the same time you can be in expert mode, then guess what? You're going to walk them down to the table. You know, you got to be very genuine, but you got to be very aggressive at the same time. They call me real. They call me aggressive, humbly aggressive. You know what I mean? I, I can't I can't I can't make it sense. I can't make it make sense all the way. But if you can figure out a seller's problem and you can make them talk to you about their problem. And at the same time, if you can tell them, if you can position them a certain type of way for you to be able to close it and you can be in expert mode, use an expert lingo. Hey, quick question. I'm actually uh, I'm walking to the finance department. I want to speak to one of my finance managers. I want to see if I can get those funds approved for you. I totally understand that you look on looking to move on to bigger and better things. You're not looking to rent the property out anymore. You really don't have the funds to fix it up as well. But the good thing about our company, we do close them up in as is condition. And actually, we got some funds liquidated right now from another property we just sold. And we actually can close it up in 10 to 14 days. I'm not sure if that's too soon for you or not. But if we was to get the process started today and get those funds approved and uh, we get your autograph today, I send it over the transactions and they send it over to our title company and get the uh, title work started. If I can get my partner to approve that 120 that you're looking to get to move on to bigger and better things, as you said, you're looking to do. Would you be willing to start the process today? I don't want to go in there to the finance department and talk to these guys 
and all they're doing is crunching numbers all day, and these guys are very serious about this. I mean, if I was to get those funds approved, can we get the process started? Mm, we call it expert mode, huh? You got to be in expert mode at all times because think about it. Listen, if you over the phone trying to get uh, properties closed up over the phone, how are you not going to be an expert? If you're mm. not an expert, you're not going to get the deal closed because guess what? Well, how I got better is I start thinking about the, you know, the competition, you know, and I really don't believe in competition, but at the same time I do, because if I talk to a seller and they talk to somebody else or somebody else in expert mode and I'm not, then that person going to get that deal. Mm. So when you're on the phone with the seller, you need to be in expert mode because you need to be thinking about the person who may talk to them after that, or the person who talked to them before that, who might've been in expert mode. So if two people in expert mode and you the one that's not, do you think you're going to get the deal? If one person in expert mode and you not, and they build better connection and better trust with the seller, do you think you're going to get that deal? Or do you think you deserve that deal? Mm. You might even tell yourself that you don't even deserve that. You got to get what you deserve. I've even had sellers say that to me, like, yeah, I talked to you and I talked to this other person and it seems like you know what you're doing. I just feel better with you. And I'm like, oh, sign right here, baby. I'm glad, I'm glad you talked to somebody else. You're just doing what you're supposed to do. Mm. You know, at the same time, Mr. Seller, but that person that you talked to or those two, three people, Listen, they 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 not like myself. I'm willing to go as far as possible to help you out, whether I got to get my realtor to help you find a new property or I got to get my moving company to help you move out of the property into your new destination. You know, I want to let you know that I'm willing to do a cash event so you get some of the funds up front. Do you need to pay a bill or two? I just want to make sure you're comfortable while we're going through this process, Mr. Seller. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You got to you got to be all the way down with it, man. And that's the reason why you need to be saving up your money so you can play like that. Because people out here are playing like that. Especially in those competitive markets out in California and all this stuff. You got to pull those plugs. You got to do that. That's what turned me up. When we got into the Atlanta market, you know, I started turning up because the pace was faster. You know, the people were more vicious. People back doing you easy. So guess what? You got to tighten up your game. You got to tighten your sales game up. We had it to possibly a recession. I'm not sure it was going to be something long term or short term, but we still got to wait and see if the uh, GDP going to be negative two quarters straight before we can officially launch as a recession. So mm. think about this. If we go into a recession of people are quarantined right now, if you ain't got no sales skills, how you going to last? Because guess what? You might be getting properties at 50 to 60%. Now you got to get them at 30 to 40. Can you negotiate that low? Can you solve those bigger problems? You know what I mean? Are you willing to, you know, cut your assignment fee from 25,000, maybe to 20,000. So that way you can get the uh, seller some extra money to be able to move out of the property. Are you willing to do that? You know right. what I mean? Are, are you going to still be out of sync, still trying to maximize on every deal? Or are you going to move quick with speed? You know, right now we just move it quick with speed. Normally we like to maximize on all our deal, but I got too many people in the office, so I got to make sure they eat. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of stuff that I'm thinking about. Get them to the finish line by any means necessary. Exactly. That makes sense. Harrison over on Periscope says, what has been your experience with obtaining VP and identifying or unforeseen problems? I guess that's a virtual property and identifying unforeseen problems. Oh, uh, I just think that, man, it's important that you get a brief property description and just set the expectation that you get it signed up. Hey, the next steps are uh, my transaction specialist. Her name is Mercedes. She will reach out to you. And she's going to schedule for one of our property specialists to come out to the property. And they're just going to verify the condition that we spoke about. As long as everything is in the same condition as we spoke about, uh, we have no problems here. And after that, if everything checks out with the property, I'm going to have a couple of my contractors and financial partners to come take a look at the property. So that way that we can get some measurements and some quotes for the renovation project. Never say cash buyers. Never say just contractors. What if you're dealing with a realtor? She come in heels on and you say your contractor was coming. They say financial partners because guess what? Anybody that you're doing business with, anybody that's just buying your properties, they are a financial partner. 
So they say you was waiting on you, one of your financial partners gonna come take a look at it. That's you know, the expert large, mode, ain't it? Large investment company. We are working on thirty plus deals right now, so we do have other people that invest in our company. Is that simple? Makes you can sense. do that right now. You don't even got to be fresh in the game to talk like that. You need to be talking like that right now, whether it's just you in the office by yourself. You know, get used to it. Speaking into existing. You know, mm. say, hold on, speak to the finance manager real quick. Adopt that lingo right now. It's going to pull you out the hole. Mm, I know that's right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ghostin says, been on your course, Diddy. They got your course. You got a course out? Yeah, man. I actually got a new course out. Acquisition course is called Mastering the Art of Acquisitions One-on-One. Uh, 60, 60 plus videos. I think it's like 62, 63 videos, including like 17 live videos. I got 20 plus documents. I'm talking about every single thing that when it comes to uh, closing deals, especially virtual right now. So if you virtual right now, which everybody, we all virtual right now, actually, then you need to get something. I would say get the course because it's going to help you navigate through. And that way, you know, all the questions that guys, you know, people be having, you can just, they get answered in the course. You know, all the videos are not just extra long. It's straight to the point, but you're going to get all the medicine you need to get for you to be able to survive. So that's very important. If anybody interested in it, uh, shoot me a DM. I can give you $100 off. I got a discount coupon code on it. Uh, I'll make the course $4.97 for you. Initially, it's $5.97. But if you get the course, man, I can give you a discount code on the $4.97 if you reach out to me tonight. So I'm going to do that. So hit you up on IG, I guess, at Real Estate Diddy. Yup, Real Estate Diddy, or you can uh, hit me up on Facebook at Keith Ever Junior. Cool, cool. They say that's some good info. All right, cool. Let's see yes, here. Sir. Stay in control. I like your touch. All right. They want to know. Uh, Tay Dickens on Facebook wants to know where those questions at Diddy got. Where those questions? Is that in your course only, or do you do them somewhere else? Uh, the pain point sheet. It is in the course. Uh, we did give it out for free. Uh, we probably be doing another free giveaway. And I want to let you guys know right now uh, that uh, coming real soon within the next week or two, I will be hosting uh, acquisitions training, a free acquisitions training. So if you need help with closing deals virtually, we will be doing a virtual acquisitions training very soon. So be looking out for that. It's free. It's going to be free. Free 99. How do you lose with free? <laughs> you can lose. And uh, I'll be giving out different type of things for free as far as handouts and stuff like that if you do join the, uh, the free training. Cool, cool. So LA Real Estate Investors LLC on YouTube says, when you have a list, how do you market the list, working the list before moving on to the next? I know Ringler's voicemail, text, letters, email, but what is the process? How long are you working on each specific list? Every list is different. You know, we might be talking about a pre-foreclosure list versus an absentee owner's list. You know, we might pull an absentee owner list every three months, but we might pull a, a pre-foreclosure list every week. And uh, as far as those lists, remember, we're doing RVM, we're doing voice broadcast, we're doing cold calling, we're doing text blasts, we're doing PPC, we're doing direct mail. And uh, I might be leaving out some, but <laughs> I want to let you guys know this. When you got six different marketing channels and you got multiple, multiple lists, I might be hitting, it might be a cold call list right here. It may be absentee owners list, but I might have a, um, a RVM. I might be RVM of my pre-foreclosures. So then the very next week after we run them through that week, this week now cold calling is the pre-foreclosures. And this week, uh, as far as the, uh, what's that, RVM, we might be doing the absentee owners. So you so, got to switch them out. So it's possible that you could be hitting somebody that's on multiple lists. Because think about it, I might cold call somebody, but they they might not answer. I might miss them, but if I shoot them that text, they may respond. 
Or I may shoot somebody a text. They may forget about it, but I may cold call them. They pick up on the first time. So you got to remember that. All right. All right. So Harrison over here on uh, Periscope says, how do you determine the property condition using the virtual approach? Well, it's easy. It's easy. And I got a video on this on my course, too. Listen, I give multiple ways to get the ARV, but I actually got a video on how to run the ARV while you're on the phone real quick and how to comp it. We're looking at straight LLCs, corporate owned companies. What did the corporate owned company buy the property for for cash? If they bought the property for 50,000, I'm offering 30 to 40 or 20 to 40. Anywhere between 20, I might offer if if they bought it for if they buy properties for 50,000, my first offer going to be 20 to 30 actually because I want to set you up and I want to reset your expectation real quick. And then we can, you, hopefully you may take it. If you take that 20 to 30 range, I might land at 25. Mm -hmm. But remember the, the LLCs, the cash buyers buying at 50. So say if you don't take that 20 to 30, I may work, work my way up anywhere from 30 to 40. Worst case scenario, I may have to crack over 40 a little bit. But at the end of the day, I'm looking at what the LLCs bought the properties for. And I like to verify them either on prop stream, do the, through the pictures, or I go to Redfin or Zillow to see if they got any pictures to let me know the LLC bought it for as-is condition. Mm. I'm looking in the subdivisions. I like to comp properties in the same subdivision. Do it happen like that all the time? Of course not. But we like to stay as close to the property as possible. We start out at a quarter mile, which is 0.25, but we don't got enough comps. We move it back to 0.5, and then we move it back to one mile. It makes sense. And to add to that, uh, also, Harrison, uh, using that virtual approach, a lot of times I ask the seller what's going on with the house. Sometimes I've had them even send me pictures of the property. Let them say, hey, yeah, you can tell them, especially in these times right now, we don't only want to go to their house. Hey, can you send me a picture of this, this and this? Or, you know, some people are really that motivated and willing to help you out to get you to the finish line. I'm telling them, Mr. Seller, listen, we both know that it's not safe right now to be around each other as much as I want to come over there and shake your hand, look you in your eye. The reality of it is, I think we both need to be safe. It can help us a lot. It'll help us out so much if you was able to take pictures horizontally of every room in the property, the outside of the property, including the HVAC, uh, the AC unit in the back of the property. It will actually help us expedite the process uh, quicker by one week if you was able to take these pictures. Because right now, with us not seeing properties, I got to gather my guys. I got to make sure my guys is comfortable. But I'm sure that you're comfortable with taking pictures yourself so we can expedite the process by a week. So you got to mm. just be ready. You got to just be ready for anything, man. Yeah. Be and you'll be amazed how many sellers are proactive. Like, yeah, I can send you pictures. They take better pictures than me. I'm like, damn. That's, <laughs> that's a high pop possibility for sure. All right. And L.A. Real Estate Investors LLC says, how yeah. big of a list should you pull? Well, I mean, it all depends on what you can afford. I mean, we got different lists. Like, for example, again. Pre-foreclosure list might be only a couple hundred, but I might pull this uh, free and clear list. It might give us, you know, 50 to 100,000. So it all depends, man. It all depends on what your budget is. You know, it's a it's a hard question to answer because I don't know your budget. If you tell me your budget, I'm going to tell you a different answer. Mm, so if you're willing to spend that coin, you can bring that money on home. I'm going to tell you something different. It all depends on the person's budget. That makes sense. Dominic over here on uh, YouTube says, as a beginner that's out cold calling and driving for dollars, how would you filter your list? Um, what I would do is this, man. Honestly, we do it right now. I actually got a guy in my company. He's He, he don't get no salary or anything like that. He strictly only do deal machines uh, and he only deal with like pre-foreclosures, right? So what we do is we pay him 20% of everything that he get because the leads are so you know, if you get any driving for dollar lead or he actually do driving for dollar, 
bandit signs, neighborhood signs, and then he do the pre-foreclosures for us. So you got to think about it like this. Once he submit a property and deal machine, we already got VAs on the back end that skip traces the property and put them into the web form into the podio. So all he got to do is put the properties in there or whoever he got on his team driving, they can just put the properties in there and it's already getting skip traced. Um, it's getting skip, skip traced by our VA and they put it into our system and he's just calling them on a the dollar all yeah. day. That's all he's doing. Just banging it out. He's banging them out. That's it. Cool, cool. Blake says, expert lingo is gold. Using it every day. He's dropping gems for free. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Most definitely, man. Appreciate it. Much love. Uh, Joshua wants to know, what is your response to, I don't know how you got my phone number? Well, Mr. Seller, actually, uh, I think it came out of our marketing department. Uh, actually, uh, that department is actually not here right now. But let me ask you this. I mean, let me ask, are you possibly interested in selling the property? I uh, hope I didn't bother you. I'm definitely sorry about that. But ultimately, I just wanted to see if I could provide any value to you in any type of way. You know, normally uh, I could tell you exactly where the phone number came from. I'm sure it's nine times out of 10 is our marketing department, but I'm not hundred percent sure. But what I do want to ask you is, have you thought about selling the property? And if so, I want to see if I can add value to you today. You got to just switch it up real quick. You got to so, acknowledge it very, very quickly and small, but you got to come back big and you got to, you got to get right back off real quick. Don't that's stay, right. Don't stay too long. You stay there too long, they're gonna get you off that phone. But if yeah. you know how to turn it around real quick, then they give you a chance. That's smart. That's smart. So answer the question quickly and then give them an answer and get a question back out to them so that they can go ahead and uh tell you what they got. Exactly. All right, let's see here. Nashville. Let's see here. So, how do you sharpen your sales skills, Diddy? Uh, I think it's I think the number one thing is is uh continuously being able to connect with people. You know, a lot of people don't understand that, you know. You know, it ain't just about being salesy. It's all about connecting with people. That's the root of being a good salesman. And uh, one of my guys on my team actually said that uh, one of the rules that they live by at the car dealership is uh, the key to being a great salesman is never get caught selling. You know what I mean? So I think that it all starts It all starts with building up great connection with a person. So I would definitely uh, read books like How to Win Friends and Influence People. Uh, I would read The Art of Negotiation by my guy Nick Anderson. Uh, objections by Jed Blunt. That's a good book. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? What else we got? Uh, what's my guy Chris Voss? Uh, I forgot the Chris Voss book. It's a pretty good uh, book as well. But I think that if you're reading all those type of books and you're working on connecting with people, oh yeah, The Way of the Wolf by uh, Jordan Belfort is my favorite one. Uh, if you read those books, man, I mean, you can't do number win. All you can do is win. I got I so many right. books. I got my bookshelf right here. I got so many different books. And that's the reason why I was able to get to this place right now. When I was down and out, when I was sleeping on the mattress, you know, it came a time that I had to sell my mattress and I was sleeping on the box spring. I remember uh, I used to go get my son out of town because, um, you know, sometimes I had to keep him, you know, for me, you know, for my lady, she had stuff to do. And uh, I would have my box, my box spring and I would let my son sleep on the pillow while I sleep on the box spring for two weeks. So mm -hmm. all I had in my room was the box spring. Uh, I had him a couple of toys. I had all my books on my bookshelf. I ain't had no couch. I ain't had no table. You know, I even mm. thought about selling my apartment complex refrigerator at some point. I sold wow. the washer and dryer. I sold all my clothes. But guess what? I said, I'm going to be big in this game one day. You know, the same cats that I was watching on YouTube, I, I'm sharing the same stages with these guys. And they're showing me the same respect. So I, I really came back, came, started in the back. I started in the basement. And now I'm on my way. I'm standing on the roof. You know what I mean? And I'm really Dang. still focused, man. I don't judge my success about me making 1.8 million or 1.5 million a year. I just, my success of where my family is at. 
so I can make all the money in the world, but if my family is not out of the place that I need them to be out of, and I'm not even talking about just physically, I'm talking about mentally, then I won't feel successful. And that's the reason why I still wake up and go hard every single day, man. Like to me, yeah, the money is cool, but I didn't realize that money don't make you happy. That's true. Especially if you ain't got everything in place that you want in place. Yeah, a lot of people don't notice that. They think money's everything until you get some. You're like, man, money ain't do solve all the problems yet. Exactly. I'm on this thing for the long haul. I ain't looking to ball too hard right now or cop Royals Royces and stuff like that. I mean, if I wanted to press the issue, you know, I'm pretty sure I could do so. But, you know, for me right now, I mean, I want to be the smartest man in the game. I don't want to be the most flashiest man. I want to be like, damn, he a real business, man. He on this business. That guy right there is sharp. He's smart. You know, mm. he wake up at 3 a.m. He, he looking at other stuff on YouTube or then bought a course or something like that. And he's studying the game. You know, my whole approach before even Kobe Bryant died, I, I've been on that mama mentality. That's been my favorite player for years. So I've seen how Kobe Bryant approach the game. You know, he wasn't the fastest. He didn't jump the highest, but he had the most skills. And uh, I look at the same approach that way. He understood the game fully, and that's exactly what you want to do in this real estate game. That makes sense. Right. All right. Edward wants to know, how long did you stay a loner before your first deal? Oh, actually, I, uh, I started learning the game in, like, January. Uh, 2016, uh, I, I probably, well, it was between January. I actually, I think I, I did, I was on a webinar at the end of January. I bought this book for $20 and uh, I ended up reading that book like in February, probably was reading the whole book for probably about two, three weeks. But as I was reading the book, I was taking notes on each, actually the guy that I learned from, I was just on a uh, call with him today. Uh, shout out to my guy, Nick Ruiz. He wrote the book Flip. We actually was on a Zoom call today together, uh, kind of mastermind about the recession. But I probably was like studying for three weeks, jumped out. But when I was studying, I was writing down, you know, how I was getting ready to attack the game. So the first things I did was I started calling title companies. I ordered blank banner signs. I wrote on them. I ordered the stakes. I started off putting my banner signs first. And then uh, that was in February. March came, got a couple calls, locked up a deal in March. And I closed at the end of February. So, I mean, at the end of April. And I actually JV with a guy, excuse me, 2,500, 2,500. I was still working at the time. As soon as I got my first check, a week later, I quit my job. I thought I made it. Like, man, listen, if I did it one time, I could do it 100 times. But I didn't understand when you learn something new and you and you gain great knowledge and you're going after your dreams, mm -hmm. you're going to get smacked in the face. It's automatic. I wake up every day willing to get smacked in the face because I understand it comes with the territory. You know, to, much is, to, to whom is given, much is required. So I don't expect to learn something new or get new knowledge without being able to get smacked in the face. It just ain't possible. Wow. So, like a part of being a great winner is willing to, you know, to understand that you're going to learn and you're going to lose some type of balance. But it's not a loss, of course, if you learn it from it. Right. So I wake up every day knowing that a loss is possible. But, you know, people like people like to think of an entrepreneur that way and call it risky. But you go into your job every day. And now you see people are shut down right now because they thought that that was where they was comfortable at. And I was the same type of way. And I'm here to tell people, listen, your job is really not security. Because they can do whatever they want to do. You know, anytime that you can't see the person who owned the company, that ain't no security. That ain't security. It really a handicap you, man. So I totally understand that people, they have to work. I don't advise nobody to get a deal and quit their job. That's not the smartest thing. That probably was one of the dumbest things, but the best things I ever did. But I won't, I won't wish that stress on nobody. You right, but I mean? it took a lot of it, it took a lot of hustle on your part to say that, you know, I'm gonna push through regardless. A lot of people I, can't do I, that. I actually respect people who got a job and still work on this business. That's much respect to me because that means that you're not only working eight hours for somebody else, but you come home and put in the work. They're my favorite type of people because I know how I feel to have that job and be thinking about this all day.
Mm. Dang, so them the kind of people you would probably want as a partner, somebody that's strong yeah. in the game, that's willing to hustle. Yeah, somebody who want it, man, relentless. Who right. relentless? And who thinking about this shit at three in the morning? Who, who, who thinking about something so big you can't even sleep? You know, I remember I got my first sixty thousand dollar deal, man. It was like two thousand and eighteen. Two thousand eighteen, I got my first sixty thousand dollar deal. Right, I couldn't even sleep that night because I kept wondering did I deserve to make this much money? Because where I come from, nobody in my family have did anything like that. So it'll play with your mind a little bit. Damn, do I deserve to make this much? And I had to start realizing all the work that I put in. And at some point, you get what you deserve. I told my lady that when she passed her real estate exam. You've been studying for this long. So it ain't about what you're getting what you wish for. You're just getting what you deserve because you put the work in. And some people got to realize sometimes, you know, the biggest thing about, you know, giving is being able to receive. So I had to be able to receive my blessings and realize where I come from. You know, God wasn't looking at me like that. Mm, so it's definitely a struggle. You got to make it through regardless. I got you. All right. And uh, let's see here. Moriel says, is it a good idea to go after pre foreclosures right now since the government is locking down foreclosures? I would say so. I would say yes, because at the end of the day, the market is not stabilized yet. So even if you go out of pre foreclosure, you might not, you know, you know, I mean, you might not get the cash offer right now, but guess what? You know, you can take over those payments. Some people may owe five thousand. Some people may owe seven thousand. But if you do a wraparound with the owner finance, have somebody drop fifteen thousand. If they owe five thousand, guess what? Have that person before y'all close drop fifteen thousand dollars down payment to owner finance that property. You take five out that fifteen. You give it to the seller, and now you got a property with no money down. Then you walking away with ten. So you got to just remember, man. You you want to keep your options open. That was one another mistake I made at the beginning. I didn't want to learn owner financing. I didn't want to flip properties. I didn't want no rental properties. I wanted straight, fast money wholesaling. And uh, now, you know, I'm, st- I'm, 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 I'm very versatile right now. My mind is open to anything as long as it makes sense. That's right. A lot of people get that tunnel vision. I just want to get that quick check. And I'm like, don't do it, man. You're leaving a lot of money on the table. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. And also to add to that, yeah, these foreclosures being locked down, that might give you more time to work your deal since, you know, they don't have an auction date. You got more time to lock up a property, find an end buyer, all of that type of stuff. So definitely go after those, I would say. Exactly. Uh, and they figured out the book you were asking about. Never split the difference. Never split the difference. That's the book. Oh, my God. Chris Voss. For sure. There it is. All right. How do you find time to read when you are trying to hustle in the business for beginners? Uh, I would say this, man, you got to, you got to, I will break the day down and, um, in different increments. You know what I mean? Uh, you may want to break your day down in hours, like, you know, from, you know, six to seven o'clock, I'm strictly in the books. I'm cutting out social media. I'm not about to be scrolling down no timeline or nothing like that. So you got to listen, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If I told you right now that I got a hundred thousand dollars for you, all you got to do is come get it. I bet you, you'll, you'll, you'll figure out how to come get that hundred thousand dollars. And actually, you know, the books that you read and the hundred thousand dollars is in that book. But are you willing to go get it? You know what I mean? It just take a little bit more time. Mm. You got to ask yourself, man, if it's important to you, you're going to make it happen. If it ain't important to you, you're going to make excuses. That's simple. Exactly. Say, I got this hundred thousand. They're going to break the lockdown to come get that, huh? <laughs> exactly. 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 That's true, man. That's true. All right. So let's see here. I think that's the same question. Is that the same question? Same question. OK, would you let's see here. Would you go with a pre-foreclosure list or a vacant in this market we're heading into? A vacant list or a pre-foreclosure list? Uh, I would go both. I'm going both, man. You can't ask somebody like this. You know, you can't ask me that question because we got different mar- marketing channels that we're using. 
So I would use one list on, you know, on maybe RVM, another list may be cold calling, another miss, another list we might direct mail the list. So I mean, I'm we taking all things, but I'm definitely a big, I'm a big fan of vacant properties right now because you got to think about this with all this stuff going on. Who want to deal with a vacant property right now that they paying taxes on? They got to renovate. They ain't really got the money to do that. What if a landlord just lost his job? You think he want to renovate the property? So I'm a, I'm a real big fan of uh, vacants right now for sure. Makes sense. Makes sense. Because it's not nobody's making money on a vacant. All right. Tay says, do those owner finance benefit you in the long run? I'm not familiar with them yet. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Because you got to think about it like this. Like I was uh, kind of referring to earlier, if you do a, you, if you get a, a property through subject two, and then you do a wrap owner finance wrap. Right. So remember, you put a tenant inside the property that's going to be paying you. Uh, you know, it's going to be paying, say, if, if uh, the PITI, everything comes up to like 500, but the rent rate is like $1,000. So you got to think about it. You got $500 cash flowing every single month. Uh, the original seller that you got the first lien with, guess what? You're going to be paying off their balance and you're going to be building up their credit. And at the same time, the person that moved into the property is paying you that $500 cash flow, make them drop a deposit of 15000 And if you got to pay the seller, you know, the original seller 5000 you got $10,000 left. And you can put that into an account. Don't blow that money. So that way that if they stop paying the rent, you still got that down payment. So you can't lose that way. And make sure the key to the game is this. A lot of people talking about subject two, subject two, but make sure you're buying those properties with equity. That's the main thing when it comes to a recession It's going to be having equitable interest. Like you need to have equity. You know, don't get no subject two for 90 percent of what it's worth. You need to be at least 70 percent and below just in case that the property's value start dropping 10 to 20 percent. So I want you guys to remember that. Yeah, that makes sense. Got to get a real deal, not just all oh, they want to give you the house because there's plenty of sellers that'll give you the house. Don't just take the house because they're willing to give it to you. And do your research, man. A lot of people just be, man, listen, I don't, I don't trust. Listen, even with religion, I do my research. I want to know who I am. You know, don't take everybody's word for it because that's how your brain gets twisted up. You know what I mean? Do your own due diligence, man. Do your own research. That makes sense. That makes sense. So we're going to take a couple more questions because I want to respect your time. Let's see here. She. Shy Slay say, are there any books you guys can recommend on wraparounds? I would like to see how the numbers actually work. Um, I actually just uh, purchased a book. Uh, let me see. I actually just purchased a book, man. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now exactly what that book is. Give me one second. And also, uh, Shy, if I'm saying your name right, the channel you're on right now, make sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel because there's a bunch of actual deal analysis that actually break down multiple different deals that was done either by me or done by somebody that was brought on to the show that break it down in the numbers so you can actually see how did that work did that make sense how much down how much per month for how long how long of a time that stuff all makes a difference it's a lot of moving parts but you can learn it if you take the time to learn it i literally just just purchased a book give me one second i'll let you know as soon as i get the name of the book we can just keep it rocking and rolling for right now i'll definitely let y'all know for sure all right, cool, cool. So yeah, we'll get that to you. Uh, so yes, I'm subscribed. Thanks, Chris. I've been being on your channel. Okay, cool, cool. So yeah, so I know you said you had some uh your course out here. Uh, what other yes, stuff sir. are you working on? What other goals you got coming into the 2020 year here? What else you working on? Man, really, man, really, man. Just provide value to the people. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, we working. On, we got we got multiple businesses that we working. Uh, probably getting into maybe one more other business to, to just to cash. I, I want the cash flow right now. You know, I'm a believer in having good credit. I'm working on, you know, get my credit right. Uh, actually, I'm working with somebody out of your uh, city, actually, in St. Louis. Uh, so I'm working on getting my credit A1. 
Uh, I'm actually working on, you know, getting more passive income and continuously getting active income. If you got active passive and you got good credit, I mean, what they gonna where, where they gonna stop you at? They can't stop you nowhere. Mm. You got active passive and got good credit. I mean, you 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 the man with the plan. At the end of the day, that makes sense. So as opportunities come your way, you can capitalize on them. Exactly. Exactly. It makes sense talk. there. Let's see here. I think we got a couple more before we wrap this thing up. So you said people can follow you on um, Real Estate Diddy on Instagram. Where else can they? Do you got a YouTube channel or something too? Or? I don't got YouTube, man. There's been so many people that ask me about YouTube. Do I need to get a YouTube channel? Do I need to get a YouTube channel? Do you need to get a YouTube family? Let them know. Say yes uh, or no. YouTube for Diddy. YouTube Diddy. I've been YouTube for half a year now. I need to, I need to probably get one, man. You know, I'll be wanting to get stuff like that, but if I ain't, you know, people ain't gonna subscribe to it and watch it, man. I don't even want to waste my time. But at the end of the day, man, you know, we still got like it's it, you know, we still in the business, you know what I mean? We still got we got 10 people on our team that we're responsible for. So it's only so much I can do. I don't want to do nothing if it ain't gonna be what it's supposed to be. I ain't really got time. It looks you know like I mean? most people saying, yes, sir, do an amazing YouTube. And YouTube is definitely beneficial because it gives you a time stamp here in history you know and it and it's kept forever and they got unlimited storage and data store to store your content for free and i want people to really i want people to uh, look out again uh like i said short-term things that we got coming up uh we probably do a virtual uh acquisitions training if you guys would be interested in a free virtual acquisitions training i want you guys to uh drop in the comments 100 and uh, another thing is uh, we may be having some real, real exclusive as far as a certain type of virtual event that you guys can attend online. But I don't want to talk too much about that. It's going to be something that's going to shake the whole real estate industry up because it ain't never been done before. So I, I want you guys to be looking out for that as well. We're putting together something behind the scenes. But if you guys want to see a virtual uh, closing, um, I want to do like a little Zoom or some a webinar or something like that. Well, actually, it's going to be virtual uh, acquisitions training. I want to show people exactly what they need to be doing virtual. If guys will be interested in that, we'll make it free. Y'all can come in uh, and we probably give away a couple free things, but uh, we probably be having that really, really soon because I'm, I really want to help people out and uh, show people how to close these deals virtual. So that's something I'm definitely working on in the near future. Now that's cool. That's what I like. We helping people out. How many people have you helped today? I ask people that all the time. They be like, "I need this. I need that." How many right. people have you helped? You ain't saw no problem. You know, I always live by this, man. The uh, the way that you're gonna be a blessing. The way you know you're gonna be blessed if you be a blessing to somebody else. And that's the, that's one thing that I always thought about when I was down and out and I ain't had no money. On my worstest days, when I had zero dollars in my pocket, when I was on this journey, I used to just be like, "Man, who can I help out today?" If I ain't got no money in my pocket, if I could be a blessing to somebody else and I ain't got no money, I got to be able to get some money. I mean, that's God's law. He can't lie. Yeah. If I be a blessing to somebody else, I got to get mine. So I would advise anybody to do that, man. Even though if it ain't falling, if the, if the cars ain't falling your way, help somebody else win the game, man. Eventually you're going to win. That's, that is a still, that's still a win. Yeah. Provide value. How can you provide some value to somebody? Um, Alexander on YouTube wants to know, can I do a subject to deal without any cash to close? Facts, because guess what? That's what I was talking about with the owner of finance wraparound. You don't need no cash. You got to think about this. If the seller, if they owe $5,000 on the property or if they looking to get $5,000 out of the property, if somebody dropped 15,000, then guess what? That's not only going to cover, you know, the 5,000 to the seller, but whatever the closing cost is, you can use, uh, the person that you put into the property uh, via owner finance used that fifteen thousand dollars to pay the closing costs and everything. You should never come out of pocket. The key to the game is is to be able to get 
a tenant or an owner inside or another person inside the property before you close on it. So that way you come to the closing table and you already and you and you really no money down. You ain't got to put no money down because the, the initial the second lien that you're putting on the property with somebody else, they're gonna pay that uh that down payment or that closing cost. Yeah, makes total sense. I've done several deals that way. Definitely, you can do it with no cash. I bought a house for closing costs. I had somebody give me eight grand to move in it. I used their money to close the deal. I had no money in the pot, and I still get a passive cash flow on the house I got no money in. Exactly. It can happen. You just It's all about deal structuring and really working a good deal. Makes yep. total sense. I mean, how exciting it is right now, man. It's You know people going, going through stuff. We all going through something. So as a real estate investor, we all going through something. Can you imagine what people who are just working regular jobs are going through. Yeah, I know we all see the dollar signs. Of course, we're going to make money, everybody. I mean, we know that. But just imagine if you can dive deep into these people's problems and be the person that can solve a person's problem during this time. I mean, how how great is that really, man? And I think a lot of people, they think about their pockets before they think about solving the problem. And anytime that you're jumping ahead at your pockets before the problem, then your pockets, you're always going to be wondering about your pockets. If you if you really learn that you got to just solve problems, if you can master problem solving, then your pocket's going to automatically be filled up. You ain't going to be thinking about this money as much. But you That's understand right. It automatically, money will chase you down. Money be looking for right. you. Uh, right. uh, Tay says, Didi, though, what was those affirmations you had dropped yesterday? They were amazing. Some affirmations. If anybody want a free copy of the affirmations that we say with our team every single day, uh, shoot me a DM, Real Estate Diddy. Uh, I'm willing to give people the affirmations for free. I'm not going to hold nothing like that back from nobody especially if you're trying to better yourself every day. So if anybody wants the affirmations that we say every single morning, uh, just shoot me a DM. I'll just see you a screenshot, copy of it or whatever. So uh, that's not no problem with me. So there's and his name on the screen there, Real Estate Diddy on Instagram. It's on the screen there. And it's not just real estate uh, affirmations as well, man. So it's it's daily affirmations. You can look yourself in the mirror and, uh, and you can really, you know, you can say the affirmations. And I'm going to be honest with you, when I was down and out, that's one thing that I, that was one of the first things I started doing when I feel like when everything got stripped away from me, when I was down to nothing, I'm talking about even the person I thought I was that got stripped away from me. And I had to be Keith Everett again. I didn't want to be called no nicknames. My name is Keith. I feel like God stripped me all the way down. And one of the things I did so often was just look myself in the mirror. I never really looked myself in the mirror, but two instances. When I first was going through something, you know what I mean? I used to look myself in the mirror and I had to figure out, man, who exactly am I? And the second thing is, before I started my weight loss journey and stuff like that, I looked myself in the mirror and I told myself I wasn't happy. And I think a lot of people need to really look themselves in the mirror, close the door and say, I'm not happy or I need to change this. And ain't nothing going to change until I change. Mm, confront the enemy. Same thing with the sales process. Same thing with yourself. You might have to beat yourself up. I'm talking to that man in the mirror. <laughs> nobody tell you something about yourself that you don't even know yet. You, you should know everything. You should know all your weaknesses. You should know all your strengths. You should know everything. You should know that what you can do to add value. And you also should know what you what you don't know how to do. You know what I mean? I think that everybody's you, you know when you need to you need to get on your game. Should nobody tell you, you need to get on your game? If somebody tell you that you need to get on your own game, then that means you got a lack of awareness. That's a problem. Mm, makes sense. Makes sense. So um, what about like people that should, when do you think a person should go ahead and get mentors, coaches, things like that? Um, I advise it. Um, I advise as, as quick as possible, as quick as you can afford it. Uh, I mean, it's it's really simple, man. Just get somebody who's actually in the business, man, who actually uh, going through the day to day struggles. I mean, because at the end of the day, I feel like that people deserve to uh to, to get mentored by people who they should. If if I if I'm mentoring people, I deserve to give that person uh the opportunity to see if I'm doing what I say I'm doing. 
I don't get mad at that. If you mentoring people, people should challenge you and see if you're doing what you say you're doing. I mean, I wouldn't even be mad if somebody said, hey, I need to see some hoods before I <laughs> Because I feel like Straight people up. deserve that. How can I be coming out with an acquisition course if nobody ever seen me close? I deserve to show people that if I'm going to try to sell it to somebody, Damn I deserve it. to show them that I can do what I say I can do. That's, that's just simple. I, I believe in that. Yeah. I believe yeah. in that. I believe in that wholeheartedly. I know that's right. Uh, they say, I really appreciate the both of you taking the time to share the knowledge. Sharing is caring. Many blessings, Kings. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Most definitely. All right. All right. So any uh, closing words or anything you want to give the family before we get up out of here and do some more woke stuff? Man, I would say this, man, honestly, and this uh, coming from the heart, man, while we all kind of locked down right now and uh, we all working from the house, I advise people to, to get educated on things, man. We got too much time. I've been looking at it like this. I look at it like we all on house arrest. You either going to get better or you're going to get worse. But I can guarantee you this. Things will not be the same once we get back out in that field because the people who've been training themselves up, the people who've been educating themselves, it's going to be a hungry game once the doors open back up. I'm telling you, you think people was going crazy now? I'm telling you, people are going to go crazy. But don't be the one to fall off. Either you're going to get better or you're going to get worse. And a uh, guy told me something, you know, earlier, my guy Nick Ruiz, the, the guy I learned the game from, he said something key, and I'll never forget it. Nothing is, as, nothing is as bad as it seems, and nothing is as good as it seems. So remember, as we're going through these times right now, nothing is as bad as it seems, but at the same time, nothing is ever as good as it seems. And that's something that stuck with me all day. I know that's right. I know that's right. All right, brother. Uh, Keith, I appreciate you coming on to the show, providing value to people. Uh, like you said, make sure all y'all got to do is go to Real Estate Diddy on Instagram. You can hit him there or you can hit him at Keith Everett Jr. on Facebook, hit the DM if you want any of his courses, any of his products, services. If you want more information on anything he got going on, it's a good brother here to connect with. That's the only type of people I would even bring on to the show. That if they ain't doing good things, I don't even want to be around them. And, and I, I say this again, man, for anybody that's struggling with closing deals, with closing deals over the phones virtually, if you ain't got the course yet, you sleeping, 60 plus videos, I'm going to constantly start updating the course. So if you bought the course one time, I will be updating the course. And if you want to get $100 off, I'll give you a, a discount coupon. Shoot me a DM, Real Estate Diddy. I'm at the point now, man, listen, anybody who bought the course, they know what time it is. I'm not begging nobody to buy it. If you want to get better, then guess what? Just cop the course. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to close deals in my real business. I'm not going to say my real business, but our wholesale business regardless. Or our real estate business, not our coaching business or education. You know, you know, of course, that's always good. I mean, but at the end of the day, I'm not begging nobody to buy nothing that they should do. So if you want to buy the course, if you want to sharpen your skills up, I just showed y'all five plus months that I can close deals. So we shouldn't even have to question that. Uh, but I'll leave it up to the people. DM me if you want the discount code. If not, continue. I still wish you well, man. Continue to learn. If you got to get on YouTube, you can't afford it. Then you better YouTube yourself. Wait to some deals to be able to get where you need to go. People always ask all the time. If I had a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred, what should you do? I would damn so cop an acquisition course, drive for dollars, and guess what, man? I'll be skip tracing these properties and I'll be cold calling. I mean, then guess what? You can work your way up from there. I mean, you got to start with the basics first. That's right. It's definitely a numbers game. So touch more people, reach more people, help more people. That brings more money to that pocket. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. They say thanks for the game. They man, say much love, man. I had I had a good time, man. I had a good time. I appreciate you again, Chris. Like I said, man, a lot of people don't understand that you do a lot of stuff 
as I called it earlier, man, the stuff that you do, like when people go on live and stuff like that, you know, you make sure stuff get pinned. You always show love. Don't nobody ask you to show love. So you're going to be all right, man. I mean, like I said, the best way to know you're going to be blessed if it's you blessing other people, man. So I real, you know, I real deal appreciate you letting me get the chance to come on this platform and uh, do what it do. That's right. You're welcome back anytime, brother. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Much love, man. All right. So that's how we do it, family. Make sure if y'all like this video, give it a thumbs up, give it a share. Make sure you tag somebody who needs to know this information. He just dropped a lot of stuff that you can actually take action on today, tomorrow, all these days while you're on lockdown. Go start doing this stuff and making some things happen for yourself. I hope you all have yourself a great evening. Let's see what you say here. Thanks, Chris and Keith. Jason says, let's see all these people saying thanks, thanks and thanks. Man, I'm buying it tonight. That's right. Take action. Go do it right now. Because if you wait, you're going to forget and life going to happen and your money gone. We don't want that. <laughs> and you know what to do. I mean, you got to think about it. If you ain't willing to invest $500 in yourself, how you expect to make a million dollars? It ain't going to happen. I can tell you that right now. Even if it ain't even this invested in my course, go get you a course. Whatever it is, you just need to be educating yourself during this time. So that way, when the, when the gates open back up, you're able to hit the gates running. That's all I'm saying. That's it. And that's how we going to do it, family. So like I said, uh, make sure y'all hit that thumbs up, subscribe, follow this channel, wherever you're watching it, whether you're watching it in the free Facebook group, Woke Real Estate Investors on Facebook, make sure you join that and check that out. And also, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, hit that notification bell, because we got more goodies for you coming up in the coming weeks as well. So I'm about to get up out of here and do some more Woke stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's Let's a see bad, How do I get back to my screen here? Do what you do. Be who you be. And I'll see you before you see me.